to your arms. I'm running to your arms. Oh, wait. Oh, continue. It's giving me the option of leaving the meeting. Yeah, it's a new thing. It's a new feature. Everyone needs to know that they're being recorded. Welcome to the podcast where we sometimes talk about fitness, but we always talk about nothing. I'm Haley Jones. I'm Mandy Jones. And, and this, this is Jones Our Side. What's up? Welcome back to Joneser Size. We are so glad you're here. And as always, thank you for spending some time with us. Like we do not take that lightly. And it's literally amazing <laughs> that you guys are here. So anyways, as always, tell someone about us that you think could use a little easing in their life. Okay. You know what I was thinking? What? I was thinking since we're starting our second year yeah. of um, easing mm-hmm. that that people should tell two friends oh. for year two about listening to Jones. Or I like it two, two for two. Well, you know, we'll call that our core challenge. That's what we'll do. We'll call it our challenge. Well, I'll start by telling my husband. How's that? Okay. <laughs> Are you going to tell him that we do it? Are you going to be like, by the way, um, there's a podcast out there that I take part in. And Which is a thing we do. Yeah. And he'll be like, what's a podcast? <clears throat> I love it. That's good we'll, stuff. Yeah. You know, we'll go from there. So we'll anyways, there. we have gotten some feedback. We kind of mentioned this last week on our 51st, but no, 52nd. What the, what am I talking about? On our first year podcast, we mentioned this, that we, someone had said like, we don't know y'all's fitness stories. So today we're going to hear Mandy's fitness story. But first, whoop, 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 whoop. we got to get warm. So we have to get warm. What you got? Okay, so we are back in. I know it's fall and it's not technically basketball season, but as we all know, or maybe don't know, it's never not a season. You know, I mean, there's it's it's always. I mean, baseball is year round. Basketball is year round. I mean, tennis is year round. I don't know. I just like everything's year round. So. Um, Colton is playing in on this little basketball team and they're doing tournaments on the weekends. And it's at the same place that, you know, we've been to many tournaments before. And my mom is always saying, you need to do this, like get a couple of schools and organize basketball tournaments, because I'm telling you, the man that does it is like printing cash. I mean, he is just printing money and I, and it's so frustrating. He's not even like great at his job or anything, but he just is consistent. Mm -hmm. He has availability. He hires refs. He has a concession stand and he just prints cash. Cause every time you walk through that door, you're paying like eight bucks, 10 bucks. And, and so anyway, so I think that I, my mom is right. I think I need to figure out how to like, get access to gyms and start running basketball tournaments. <laughs> um, I would like to be 10 feet away from well, <laughs> absolutely not. I have a friend. I mean, he yeah. was running baseball tournaments and it became so political. It became. Oh, gosh. Yes. 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 Because yeah. people are wackadoodles. Because people are crazy. Children, mm-hmm. And it's competition. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. some like by proxy play, like living through your child. Like mm-hmm. there is no way that I would ever be involved in anything <laughs> of the And sport. crazy. And cra- so you're so are you telling me that this man deserves every dollar he makes? Is this what you're telling me? But I also want to ask you, does he really make that much? By the time he rents out the places, he rents janitors, no, he, he gets he gets he apparently, uh, he apparently doesn't rent he apparently doesn't rent the place. It's a school. He pays insurance to be in yeah, there. Yeah, but he's having to pay for a custodian and all that. 
Like he's at least staying a building use for that. Like I'm just, I'm saying he's probably not as much as you think is all I'm saying. I bet he, I bet he is printing money. That's my bet. Well, you think about how much money I have spent. He's probably also an alcoholic. I mean. (laughs) Well, I know. Yes. I know he also, yeah, he probably is. This is actually explaining it, but yeah. Anyway, he's very funny too. He, um, is very, very, very inappropriate. Like, I think he's missed out in that whole Me Too movement situation. And so he's very inappropriate talking to women. But um, so it's just, it's, and so, but it's, I'm not kidding. We just all crack up. We're like, he literally just stands up there and flirts with women and takes money and, you know, listens to coaches say, hey, I want to play at 10 a.m. instead of 2 p.m. Mm-mm. there's not I feel like there's literally not I mean there is a certain number that I would probably like do to do that job but it would be uncalled for like okay well thank you you've talked but you I ha- already had I already had emails go out it. I was good I was gonna be doing it so yeah I'm glad you told me not to all right so no. what are you warming up with I'm warming up with <laughs> I'm a little torn because um I well okay so I just want to say this about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Have you watched it? I have. I have. And I'm just torn. That's how I feel. Well, the whole time I was watching it, I was going, Haley is dying. Haley is literally dying because she loves Erica. Yeah. And I think she's a good person, but maybe she's not. she wants to be on Erica's side yeah. and all of these women are in the same boat as Haley just cannot figure out all of them, but Sutton, let's be clear. Yes. Um, are, yeah, and so, yeah. And Garcelle, I mean, and, who's like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I don't like her, but so anyway. that's, that's one thing on my mind. It's kind of, I just okay. feel like I needed to voice that to you since we hadn't talked about it, but my mm-hmm. warm up is supposed to be about this past week. I was in Dallas and we stayed at the Gaylord Texan Resort, um, which is that the same people that do Opryland? Like, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Gaylord I thought, Opryland. Yeah. Okay. And I realized I checked in on Tuesday morning. Okay. And I did not go outside until I checked out on Friday. Wow. Isn't that weird? But like, I think that's how Gaylords are. I mean, it's just kind of sad, though, because they have, like, an outside atrium mm-hmm. thing, but it's not really outside. It's, like, covered huge yeah. roof. It's like a cruise ship. It's like you think <clears throat> you're walking down the streets in a cruise ship, but, like, you're not. You're literally inside. Yeah. And also, all these people, we had – I feel like when you go to Texas, it's, like, you know, the food is, like, Texas food. It's, like – it's not necessarily like you're going into like a green juice store, if you will. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. a lot of these people that I was with are from California and they were like, this food is so bad. <laughs> Which the food wasn't great, but it was like, I mean, it, it's resort never, food. You know what I mean? I never like, have, yeah. I never have been to Texas, so I don't know anything about Texas food, but um. Like, but, yeah, meat, it's like very little vegetarian options. Like I was with a girl, she's a vegetarian and we had this cater lunch, like a whole group of us. And they had literally, she goes, do you have anything for vegetarians? Cause it was like a taco bar. And they're like, well, there's chips and salsa. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> she was so <laughs> mad, which I understand. Cause she had, I mean, there's literally nothing for her to eat. And so she was like looking forward to this lunch and then like, there was nothing. nothing chips and salsa yeah. she can roll up some tortillas and dip yeah. them in cheese maybe i don't know that's but what literally I anyway. they put the uber guy pulls up to the hotel and i got so excited because it was the place where the dallas cowboy cheerleaders making the team take oh yes year. and i was like oh my gosh this is so cool i was telling people and they're like okay Haley. That's great. Or like whatever. No, it's pretty amazing. And I, you marked me about it, and then I never said anything back. So oh, I was so excited. I'm sure the Uber driver. Was like, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm sure he was like, please be quiet. Anyways, so yeah, that's my warm up for the day. The Gaylord Texan stayed in there for we, days. So they had a good gym. Listen to this. They have five Peloton bikes. Five. Five. But five, they had a whole like weight section. They probably had 20 treadmills. They had like 20 ellipticals. They had like one of those legit stair climbers. 
Oh yeah, it was so good. That's that is awesome. I will say we've we've I've obviously stayed at the one in Nashville, the Opryland. We stayed in one in Denver. Yeah. Um. By by accident. I mean, not real. I mean, obviously we knew we were staying there, but we hadn't planned on it. But um, the, the our canceled flight turned into quite a delight when we stayed there because oh. again we were there and you are outside. I'm doing air quotes. Like right. You go outside, but you don't go outside. Right. Um, yeah, it was really, we didn't really, I guess we had a meal there. I don't remember anything about it though. I was dazed from being so tired. So I don't really know, yeah. but anyway, yeah, they're nice. Gaylords are nice. It was really nice. I mean, it was good. they're legit. They're legit. And they're, and they're very similar. So anyway, but, um, okay, well, good. You Actually, let me add, can, can, yes, but yeah. can we circle back really quick to the Real Housewives? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Dallas is out. Did you see that? No. Why? Well, there and then our season ended with a lot of drama, like a lot of yeah. like unnecessary drama, and then like some racist stuff. Ugh. Like one of the husbands got involved, and I just think it was like too much. It was like too much drama. Too much volatility. Yeah, because some for... of them were sending like some of them. One of the housewives or former housewives that got fired sent to one of the children of one of the housewives a video of the husband cheating sent to a child. There was that. There was this racist stuff where the husband got involved. Like, it's just too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's no good. And um, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City's coming back. So I'm pretty pumped about that. But I feel about that. Really? Yeah. Oh. You know, I love to see Meredith Marks lay some stuff down. You know, that's all I've got to say. Um, but okay, but really, just quick, yes. just yes or no answer. Literally, I just want yes or no. Okay. Did Erica know that Tom was putting money in her account that was supposed to be given to victims? No. Okay. There you go. That's all I want to know. What do you think? What you thought? I think she knew. I think she, I don't think that she knew, but I think it's not because he didn't tell her. I think she, it's kind of like, don't ask, don't tell. And I think that's, that's her, that was her MO with him. That's what I think. I think she knew it wasn't right. I knew she, I think she thought something was up, but I think she just was like, I want to do this. And so whatever, that's what I think personally. Uh, no, I think it was more of the whole marriage was founded on the fact of like, you don't ask me questions and I just take care of things. Yeah. I just take care. Well, because he was her dad. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. So anyway. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess I'm ready. I suppose I'm ready. I should have drank some caffeine. Well, I'm drinking caffeinated coffee. Anyways, uh, it's really helping me not. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so just like when we have a special guest on, we have Rapid Fire. And I think, I was thinking, like, do people already know all these answers? But I can't remember. So we're going to rapid fire you. Would you rather just straight up? Are you ready? I think I'm ready, yes. Okay. Cardio or strength training? Cardio. Running or cycling? Running. Fans or no fans? Fans. Mm-hmm. Protein powder or protein bars? Bars. Hmm. Big box jam or boutique? We know this. Do we? Yeah, I so, thought you're big box gym all the way. I am big box gym all the way. I just think if I had lots of time and money, I would do probably be more boutique. But well, I you am better big start box that gym. basketball tournament then. Seriously, so I can print my dollar bills. But yeah, big box gym. Okay. Um, mountain climbers or burpees? Burpees. We well, you know endurance or intervals. Yeah. Ooh. If you look at what I do, then people would say intervals. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm trying to move towards in my um, age group. I'm trying yeah. to move towards more. I'm trying to move towards more endurance. Got it. Okay. Yes. Um, morning workout or evening workout? Morning, 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 morning. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah. Group fitness or <laughs> flying solo? Group fitness. Okay. Music or no music? Music. No music is 
I don't know where that's from. That's that's from places that are not good. So yeah, music. <laughs> Yoga or Pilates? Yoga. Okay, teach a class or take a class? Ah, this one's rough. <clears throat> I do not know. It depends on the day. Today, the yes. Today I was like, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I was taking classes. And uh, I loved every minute yeah, of it. Got you. Okay. But some days, though, I'm like, man, I just let me just teach this class, you know, <laughs> like for, for me to like get a little, you know, yeah, a little like, more. I need a little today. I was motivated, but sometimes, you know, I need my own motivation. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, inside or outside? Unfortunately, inside. Why are you saying I that? I wish that was fortunately. Well, I think I, I think for my brain and stuff, I should enjoy, I should. And I do love to exercise outside. Like I love to hike. I like to bike. But like just for my routine, it is definitely inside. Gotcha. Okay. Competitive or everyone's a winner? Everyone's a winner. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know yeah, that. Um, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. probably more competitive with myself. Uh, I could see that. Yes, yeah, so I'm competitive with myself, but yeah, I really want, um, yeah, I, I really, I don't know. I think that's the instructor in me. I see that. You know? Okay. Like, so yeah. the morning, ver- the morning versus evening, is that because you like to get ready and be done for the day or like, is it a mental thing or you just feel like you do better in the morning or what's. Uh, uh, yeah, really all those. I mean, not necessarily the getting ready part, because, you know, I very rarely actually get ready. But um, I like to get up and get it done and over with once I start eating throughout the day, when it mm-hmm. gets to evening time working out, um, I feel kind of blah. And um, I don't like to, like I was saying, I do interval tr- training a lot. So if I do interval training in the evening, it takes me a while to wind down and uh, get yeah, ready for yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I just a morning. That. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to do it in the morning. If I don't do it in the morning, then it more than likely it's not going to happen. Right. I'll talk myself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yep, okay. I'm morning. Yep. Okay. Not so, early morning, not like 4.30 a.m. morning, but just oh, yeah, that's morning. Early. Yeah. I yeah. see that. Um, okay. So I have some questions for you or, um, do you want to do questions and then see if we get to like your highlights and then, or go through your thoughts and then questions you tell me, this is a little behind the scenes in action. Yeah, we can do questions and then, yeah, we can do questions and then, okay. Okay, cool. So the whole idea is really just, um, like we said, this kind of share like our own fitness journey. So today we're talking about Mandy's fitness journey, Mandy. Um, so I have some questions. Some of them are probably a little lame, but I think they're going to be insightful and provide us, you know, a little more info about who you are as a person. All right. Okay. So what is one word you would use to describe your fitness journey and why? relational. Please tell us more. Okay. So I kind of typed up my, and no for the audio, I didn't read these questions before. And I did say that that quickly. So obviously that's, you know what I mean? Like I didn't, well, no, what I'm (laughs) saying is that was a knee jerk reaction, but I think it was also true. True. So, um, I kind of wrote, like wrote out my, fitness, my fitness noni um, yesterday. And the common theme I saw through the whole thing was people. So mm-hmm. um, when I was, when we were really little, I have two older sisters, there's three of us, but we're really close in age. So my oldest sister, Robin is only three and a half years older than me. And then there's one in between us. So we're all very close in age. Um, my middle sister, Stacy was my uh, playmate basically growing mm-hmm. up. So um, she was just glad that mom and dad had another baby so she could play for the rest of her life because she was, she, Stacy is the play. She's the playful one. Um, Robin Wait, doesn't is Chris the, have a sister named Stacy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. So, and then my sister Robin is more of the um, like sit and talk and uh, 
she's she was always kind of with my mom. She's more of an adult. She's always kind of been like that, like wants to soak mm-hmm. in all the conversation. So Stacy and I had this book called Running with Rachel. Mm-hmm. And so we read it and we would do their workout programs that Rachel told us to do because Rachel was this little girl that basically did all these different I guess, just to keep her active or whatever. So, so anyway, so that was something that Stacy and I did. Well, my dad, always like big time into fitness and working out, running and weightlifting, especially weightlifting. So that was just a pattern I saw with my dad. So that's what we did. Well, then you move into, you know, older, when I was older, I got into group fitness. Um, my friend Whitney, we would go work out. The, the big gym in our area called Olympia it when they opened it it was the place to be like Mm. you wanted to go to Olympia they had a big restaurant when you would come in the front door and so like you would go work out with your friends or your family and then you'd come up and you'd have lunch or sit around and chat around a table um and you would hang out at the basketball court and watch everybody play basketball and chat it up or you'd walk the so again, I had all the people, all the yeah. great fitness classes. And then that just kind of continued on. I mean, so I think that that a through line for my fitness, the reason why is I think I just always kind of had a relational connection. So I think gotcha. that would be my word. Yeah. So it sounds like you saw obviously your dad working out. And did you see your mom working out? Like, how did you get into it? Okay, so, so dad was hardcore. So in the garage, we had the full rack, bench, big barbells, um, you know, the, the, um, the bar with the big 45 pound weights. He had a, he had a rope from this that was on the ceiling that would hang down and he would climb it as part of his workout. He had, um, a pull-up bar in the hallway going into the my mom and dad's bedroom and do pull-ups on the kind of the regular he was kind of a um especially when as I got older and my boyfriend like my guy friends were starting to actually work you know not just like you know go to soccer practice or whatever but they actually were starting to lift and work out mm-hmm. and my dad um he kind of was like a legend at the gym because he would hang a 45 pound weight in between his legs and do pull-ups. And so everybody was just like, what in the world? Which, you know, it was my dad. It was just like, yeah, that's what he does. So um, he was, and then he ran a lot in the neighborhood. He didn't do a ton of cardio, um, but he would run a lot in the neighborhood. Well, my mom has always needed, like I need to be at the gym. I need to be working out. I need to be walking. I need to be in class. And so um, anytime she would go, I would go with her. Um, I just loved it because of all the music, especially the group fitness with step classes. And then there was like a low high class, like a low impact aerobics class. And I just loved it. So I just would go with her. If she was going, I'll be like, I would tagged along. So, um, so mom, not so much was it her lifestyle. It was rhythms like she'd get in the rhythm and then get out and get it but my dad is just a straight up lifestyle even to this day 76 years old like he is he just had a heart procedure and he's dying to get back just Mm -hmm. in cardi just in cardiac therapy right because that gets him moving so yeah so it sounds like though it's always do you remember fitness ever not being a part of your life or has it just always been I think it's always been, I think I went through a phase probably in like middle school ish Mm -hmm. that it probably, I probably wasn't as, you know, like Like into it. Yeah. I mean, I was really active as a kid. Um, In the fifth grade, I, um, I probably have talked about this before because I'm very proud of it. In the fifth grade, in the fifth grade, my gym teacher, Coach Thompson, he um, was legit. Like he rolled in and was like, he was a new PE teacher. And so we started doing like intramural flag football and mm-hmm. having having all these like competitions and stuff. And so we had a, um, 
pull-up competition and I won and with 21 pull-ups and my name was on a plaque for years for years and years after it was the very first one and so yeah um so that was but yeah probably I guess that middle school-ish time probably not so much probably not more into it yeah yeah so that's it that's really it (laughs) so fast forward like whenever you got married like does is there is fitness a part of your marriage is it like you each do your own thing like what is that what does that kind of look like well when we first got married um we joined uh well so when we were dating and chris and i dated for about 10 minutes and then we got married but while in those 10 minutes did you really yeah we didn't date very long at all how long wait did you know each other before or and then you dated Um, or i've known him ever since i was a freshman in college he dated a sorority sister of mine okay and um uh, and he kind of ran in the same big crowd that we ran in in college. He actually asked me out on two different occasions that I declined both times. But um, <laughs> I had Was a boyfriend. Was it just like a time. bad? Oh, he had a, you're like, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, I had a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so, yeah, I knew him very well. I mean, if he's going to ask me out, I mean, obviously I knew him very well. So, um so anyway, when we were dating, though, he, uh, because Chris is very thrifty, he worked one Saturday a month at this small gym that was attached to a hospital. And if he worked one Saturday a month, the guy that owned the gym gave him a membership for free. Oh, nice. So, yes. And so on those Saturdays, because Chris has always been uh, not so much now, he used to be way more into like lifting and that kind of thing. Um and so um, when we were dating on that Saturday, I would go with him. And so he would work from like, like eight to two or what, because it was a, they weren't open for very long. But so yeah. I would go with him and hang out at the gym and just elliptical it or lift weights or whatever. So that was when we were dating. Then we got married and he had his sugar mama's paycheck, which is ironic now, obviously. Yeah. Um, we joined a gym. And so we, I would meet him every day after work and we we would yeah and we would he would run with me on the treadmill and um and then he would go lift uh weights or whatever so we could we just did that we just met every day I didn't think about it being cool it was just what we did you know what I mean like we just worked out yeah Yeah. um now though um like during the pandemic we spent a ton of time together outside riding bikes we haven't done that at all this year um but yeah, I think we're seeing now since we have a little more freedom with our kids that we're going to spend more time outside. We were able to get away for a hike and that kind of stuff. So um, I do like to, if you're going to exercise with Chris, you're going to probably be outside. Okay. And so, um, so that's, that's carving out time for that. But yeah, but I think so. That's always been just who he is. And I guess I probably take it for granted, honestly. It sounds like though it's not. It sounds like you guys just naturally though you you were both active already before you met, and then it just kind of weaved into your marriage or whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's never art like um, when we had Hutton, and I was kind of a little more homebound. Um, we bought a treadmill, uh, which we still have, and um, and so he, you know, he's kind of always uh, not only like woven it like he he knows that I need it and I'm a much more pleasant person to be around when I've exercised and he is a much more pleasant person and so I think that's so it's always been like just straight up encouragement on both sides right yeah so he's never yeah he's yeah yes it is cool he is is pretty cool (laughs) luckily um okay so tell us about any injuries that you've had oh gosh Haley come on all right, so um, let's see. Um, I've really only had two major injuries. I mean, like when I cheered in high school and stuff, I would have like wrist and ankle injuries, like when I would yeah. tumble or whatever. But that's that was not an injury. That was like, oh, my ankle or my, you know, like, let's wrap it up. Um, about, let's see, Holton... Let's see, Hutton was eight. He was born in 2005. Okay, so 
about probably eight years ago, seven years ago, somewhere in there, I really messed up my left shoulder. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So not really messed up. I didn't have to have surgery, but um, I basically got to the point where I couldn't lift it. I couldn't even lift it level with my, like I couldn't bring my elbow up level with my shoulder. Like I couldn't like move it at all. Um, And being so. Was it like overuse or was it? Yeah, that's the only thing they found. I mean, I went to the doctor. I was, um, uh, I, I, in true fashion of who I am, I put it off and put it off and put it off. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and then one day I went to go teach Tread and Shed and I was in the closet of the cardio theater, like getting my music ready. And my friend Monica came in and um, she, she was like, are you Okay. And I was like, yeah, I just can't, like, I couldn't even move my arm enough to even get my music hooked up and my stuff going. Like it was just, it was like frozen almost. And of course I have like tears. I couldn't even run like this up and down on my shoulder. So anyway, so she was like, you have to do something about that. So I went to the doctor. Um, We, I really did not want to have a shot. So we just did intensive um, steroid and then like a big time anti-inflammatory and um, he told me I could not do anything with my arm for 10 days, um, which ended up working out well because Chris and I were headed to Denmark. And so I just remember so well being in the airplane flying across the Atlantic and the guy next to me, because of course we had terrible seats and the guy next to me, I was just like, please do not touch. Please do not touch my <laughs> arm. <laughs> Cause I might lose it because it just hurts so bad. So that's, that's one. And now I just am like hype. Yeah, it was overused. I think it actually was. Um, I really do think actually, this is not good to say, but I think it was from Lesmill's grit. Oh um, yeah. I was doing it too often. I was lifting too much weight and all those plyometric, yeah, like those, the um, and the swinging and the, yeah. Well, and it, not even as much that as it was like those plyo push-ups, mm, like the, yeah. you know, the, the yes. push-up off the ground. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was over, it was just straight up overuse. Lesbian's great. I don't think is like that anymore. Um, I think that I, I've, and also, even if it is, that's not how I teach that class. And right. so, um, so anyway, and then. I currently have an, so my left shoulder is fine. I mean, you know, every once in a while I get a twinge and I'll pull back and whatever. Right. Um, and currently I have a torn labrum in my right hip. So um, not sure when that happened. We also do think it's uh, overuse. I think it was exasperated um, because I was doing a lot of group fitness on an actual gymnasium floor as opposed to the group fitness room. Um, and then, um, during that time I had kind of changed my workout program. So I was doing more like box jumps and that kind of stuff, like more Tabata training. And I think it, that's when it just went. So, yeah. So that's what I have right now. So that do you, how, how will you like the shoulder sounds like it just eventually went away. Like you, but like your hip, what happens with your hip or does anything? Well, I've had two steroid shots in my hip. Um, they told me they would last three to six months, but they seem to be lasting me. Well, the first one lasted about a year and this one seems to be, I'm coming up on a year, Mm -hmm. um, on this one. And it actually seems to be pretty good. Um, also take, um, an and Celebrex an anti-inflammatory as needed when it's really bothering me. And I just baby it. So, you know, like I was talking about swimming a couple of weeks ago, right. Um, so when I start to feel a lot with my hip, then I have to pull back on the time on my feet. And I just don't like, I don't know if you've ever noticed in pump, you know, I don't pulse right. ever yeah, because I don't, that just does not make me happy with my hip. Um, I try to, uh, stand as much as I possibly can. Sitting is not awesome for my hip. So those kinds of things, I just maintain it. I mean, I just don't. I'm going to have to have a full hip replacement, I'm sure at some point. And I'd rather just right now I can manage. And as long as I can manage, I'm not going to have, um, I'm not going to have it repaired now. Ask me a year from now. So, 
Right. Yeah, yeah I got you. Y'all, okay. will, y'all will all know. <laughs> this That would be really good content for Jones or Size. Let's just put it that way. So, yeah. Live and on location while uh, yeah, Mandy yeah. gets put under. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Now that's entertaining. <laughs> Um, okay. So how did, well, how long have you been teaching group fitness and how did group fitness change your relationship with fitness? Um, I became a group fitness instructor in 2012. Um, how do you remember that girl? Um, because I think I've told a couple of people that recently, I don't know. I think it was 2012. I'll have to look back, but I'm pretty sure it was 2012. Um, Maybe it was 2011, Um, but I think it was 2012. We moved back to Maryville. Okay, this is actually a good story. Okay, so we moved to Maryville in 2009 because we lived in, we, I grew up here. We left or I left for college and I came back for a brief time, went to graduate school um, at UT and I lived at home. That's actually when I got into running. Mm. Um, I never really used to run. Well, I thought like, you know, if I ran like. 20 minutes on the treadmill that was running or whatever. But my sister, Robin, um, she used to run pretty regularly in the evening. And so when I lived at home for graduate school, I would go to Knoxville and run with her and she would make me run three miles. Like she'd be like, okay, we're going to go until we get to the mailbox. I mean, like she was like my little, um, you know, just kind of made me do it. So anyway, yeah. She just is an encourager in general. She's the best, but anyway, um, so, um, but when we moved back to Maryville in 2009, we joined the rush and which is no longer, obviously no longer exists. And I did group fitness there and, you know, the same thing like treadmill, elliptical, all the normal weightlifting in the big, um, like in the gym, gym, not like pump or anything. And I just did all the cardio classes and I really liked it. So I emailed I got the information for the group fitness manager there um, for the front desk. And I emailed her name was Mo. I know. And you know what? You know what she told me? What? She said, she said, well, people, because I asked, I was, I just basically emailed and said, I, you know, what do I need to do to be a group fitness instructor? Do you need group fitness instructors? And like, how much do you pay? And her response to me was, well, people don't really get into group fitness to make money. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, deuces, I don't like your vibe. I never met her, but that that vibe, I was like, you you have misunderstood what, you know, That's like so funny. I know her. That's so funny. Yeah. That that I was I so I literally just was like forget it. I think I mean, that's I a was, fair question though. How much? Yeah, I mean, what is the deal? Like, what? what I mean, obviously people aren't doing this for a full-time job, but still, like, it's not like you're volunteering. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you pay? Did you pay by the class, by the hour? I mean, I just was right. asking my questions. I was trying to be very efficient in my communication, right. you know? Right. Um. So anyway, so I was like, forget that. Like, I never, I just was like, okay, whatever. Which were you so, just sending an email right now? They would be like, oh my gosh, here's the training, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so I was like, forget it. So then National Fitness, before it even opened, we were members so, um, because we went and toured it and so we went ahead and got our membership and then when it opened, we came on board and, um, we, I did like body pump with Lisa and I loved her. She was amazing. And she was so great about, cause I had lifted weights all through like high school and college and, you know, in as like an adult kind of on and off, but body pump was like, like I had always done the you know, the three rounds, 15 reps, you know, 10 to right. reps, heavier weight. Like I just how my dad basically taught me how to lift weights. Um, so this was like a whole different I- idea. And I loved it because I got my cardio fix mm-hmm. with my weights. And so um, I really loved it. And um, we so um, so that so I just took her class like two a couple of times a week or whatever. Um, took body combat. Um, Jenny was the body combat instructor and she had an infectious personality and it took me back to my Tabo days. Oh yeah. Girl. Oh yeah. Cause in college, I mean, we were legit. We were down in that living room, punching it up. So 
I loved um, body combat. So those are like, that's what I took. I took like Tybo, I'm sorry, body combat. And um, so basically I would go three mornings a week and do that. And the rest of the time I would run. Um, and I ran with um, Lauren and yes. Emily, um, my two friends that I ran with. And Lauren and Emily made me feel like losers because when they would run, they would run like six, eight miles at a pop. And so I would have never been any kind of endurance long distance runner. Not that I was like a marathoner, but they they were just such an encouragement to me to like, no, you can run more than three miles. I, I pr- and I was like, no, no, I can't. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot. And they're like, yes, you can. I promise you can. And so I started running with them. And Emily was a member at the gym. So Emily and I would do body combat and body pump. Well, so we basically like made Lauren join the gym and she was like, I don't need the gym. I run on my own. She got up really early in the morning because she is like a, she's incredibly disciplined with really most things that she does. And so that's like what she did. She would get up and she'd run before her husband went to work. And then um, that that was just what she did. And she was a marathoner and all that. But we were like, no, you've got to come. You're going to love it. They've got childcare. The girls will love it. And um so we got her to come. So she came to the gym. Well, then when Saturday, she called me on her way home from the gym and she said, I just took this class and you're like going to die. Like you're going to love it so much. And it was called body attack. Oh. And so, yes. And so she's like, you got to come back with me. She teaches it on Tuesday night too. So we went to that Tuesday night and I was like, living my best life I mean it had all the things I got to sing I got to like feel like I mean come on I got to feel a little bit like a cheerleader again with all the arm movements and the coordination with legs and arms together I felt like I was somewhat dancing a little bit which brings me lots and lots of joy and then plus it was really hard and so right. I had like everything that I ever wanted all in that package in one 55 minute out in one 55 minute class and I was hook line and sinker and I was like where do you have it when do you have it and I just lived it up doing some body attack and so uh Reese basically said she was she taught it on Monday mornings and she said you have to do this and so um I finally said okay and so I went and got certified and that was my first certification that that has totally changed um, kind of how I communicate with people about fitness because it really is so much fun to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just really, really, really fun. And right. so if you can have fun while doing something, then I think that you're going to come back. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So um, I feel like I have more questions, but for the sake of time, Okay. I think I'm going to pause us and just okay. say like, is there things about your fitness story that we haven't touched on that you think are, are important for people to know? Or um, like, where do you see yourself in the future with fitness? Like kind of that stuff. Um, I think kind of my takeaway, I guess, if you're going to take something away from my fitness testimony or whatever, is a couple of things. First of all, kind of how we started with the whole relational thing. Um, I think that it just proves that we are made for community and we're made for encouragement. So if you can, um, if you can provide that for someone, um, I feel like they're probably going to thrive pretty well. I think a lot of people kind of push back on group fitness and community because, and, and really, even if you're not a group fitness person, I think that gym feel even mm-hmm. if it's a boutique or if it's, you know, whatever, it, it, I get it. If you don't want to come in and take a, you know, a big body pump class with 35 people set to music or whatever. Um, but I just think that me personally, I think it just is very, it kind of tells who I am. I mean, I'm a relational um, village tribe person. I, I really think that I, that we all thrive better around people. So that's, that I would say that. And then I would say the other thing is um, to take away that I guess I have learned about myself is that um, like I have said many times, like I always, I only thought 
that lifting weights was three rounds, 10 to 15 reps each. Mm-hmm. I only thought I could run three miles. Like I only thought, you know, I had these things in my head that I really had for self-defense to defend myself. I had set parameters because I wanted to be, I wanted to say I had checked off a goal and succeeded in a goal. That's my Enneagram number, which is a whole different episode. But so I, um, to, to, to feel like I had like succeeded, I would maybe sometimes not want to push outside the box because what if I went outside the box and attempted to run five miles all in one time and didn't succeed at that, then to me, that would have been like a failure in my mind, which is completely insane. And so um, I'm just so glad that I had people that like love me and part of my community and my life, like Reese and like Lauren and Emily and my sister, Robin, and my sister, Stacy, that just was such a fun, playful person to play with anyway. And my parents that and my husband, I mean, there's all these people that have just invested into like, hey, we can do this and you can do this and you can do this. And um, so uh, don't, I have to tell myself this, like, don't set, and you've taught me this big time, like, don't set a ceiling because you're, you're basically downplaying your talent and you're downplaying your skill and you're downplaying your desire and that kind of thing. So I think that's, you making me talk about this when I wrote it all out last night, I was like, okay, like this is what I've learned. So yeah. Yes. That's all. Well, I love that. Cause I'm all about, there is no ceiling. Like to a fault, like to on the probably, probably too far. So, but that's awesome. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, Okay. So in the future, do you have like fitness goals, things you want to do or achieve or no? Uh, I might have to think about that one a little more. Um, What I'm trying to do now is kind of, I think I touched on this before. I'm trying to shift more into some more endurance stuff. I'm trying to make myself do that. Um, And just because I think that's better for my metabolism right now. Um, I really am trying to do some more research on the looking at like women's bodies as it pertains to kind of moving into like perimenopause and menopause and like really what do I need to eat and do. And, um, and um, that's probably, that sounds weird to say it's a goal. None of those are goals. Those are just all mindsets right now that I'm kind of, yeah, that I'm kind of, yeah. Um, so I don't, I I can't, that's probably terrible. I can't tell you any kind of long-term goal I have in, in fitness. I think right now, um, I need it. I need the rhythm and I need the consistency and those things I think allow me to be able to do other things outside my life that are not fitness related at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Anything else we missed? I don't think so. I think that's all. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for being here today, Mandy. I mean, you are just like the first episode of our second year. So you should feel (laughs) so special today. Well, th- thanks to Melissa for like, yeah. you know, because I, I think we talk about like, what we do so much. Right. A lot of this that I would say mo- a lot of those people know, because um, I think we or I do. Yeah. I talk a lot about like what I do in my life, but that was a good idea to just kind of compress it all down. So right. anyway. Um, yeah. Okay, so moving on next week is a cross training week and we will be discussing the checklist manifesto by a tool one. So it's linked. <laughs> it is linked in all of our show notes. And um, yeah, so you can find it there. But again, it's called the Checklist Manifesto. And we will be talking about it next week. And yep, yep. I whoop, think whoop. it's time for a little finisher. So what you got? Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So my finisher is, <laughs> um, I just I just really think that we should be girls should be really running towards wearing a full length shirt. So um, (laughs) I 
and this was a last minute finisher, honestly. And I realized I'm not recommending like a brand or a restaurant or a book or whatever. But Lauren and I had this conversation coming in when I was right before I was going to record this. And she was like, I cannot buy clothes for my daughters because there's no full length shirts anywhere. They're all crop tops. And I don't understand it. Like you can't wear them to school. Yeah, no. I mean, you, you can't wear them to school. Um, you know, these people, these girls that are wearing them, they're too really young to be showing their midriff anyway, you know, and they're just not practical at all. I, I just, I, I don't understand. I understand having some crop tops. Like, that's fine. If that's your jam and you're proud of those abs and you want to wear those and whatever, I'm not judging it. So I just think that we need more full length shirt options. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I agree with this, and it's not even about crop tops. It's just literally like everything is short. And yes, like, why can't I not? I can no longer go to Target and guarantee that I'm going to be able to find like a good shirt at Target. It's not going to happen. They're all too short. So I 100% well, I'm on this. I must say, I must say, um, now the, the, the thing about Target or short shirts for me. Not as much of an issue. I have a really short torso yeah. and I'm really short. But like normal people like you, like that have like a normal size torso, you're like, yeah. okay, this is too short. So um, yeah, I just know. And what is, uh, yeah. anyway, I just, what were you going to say? Well, you know, now all this like workout wear is all like the long sports bra. Yeah. You know, and then you have on like the tight yoga pants Mm. and then like the long sports bra so you have like this like you know three inches of your belly right yeah like showing and there's like I mean I realize there's people out there that look fantastic in that and like whatever but I just don't it's just not good it's just not a good it's just not not for you it's not for me no and it's not for most I'll just put that out there I, I agree uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. You bring it back on something. Close. Okay. My finisher is um, similar to podcasts. I'm like in a show rut and I find myself like working really late, which I know I need to stop doing that, but I need to like unwind with something. And I was watching QB one on Netflix. And it's about these like seniors in high school and it was okay. But yesterday um, the show it's called the chair. And it's Sandra O, oh, I think is her name. She was the one in Grey's oh, Anatomy. Yeah, Christina. Christine. Yes, yes. Yeah. And she's like one of the main characters. And I'm one episode in. And so far, it's really good. So, so tell um, me the premise of the chair. So she is, So it's about a um, college English department. And she's like the first oh. female like chair of the department or whatever. And oh. um and it's basically she has to save the department because no one wants to basically the enrollment's down, no one cares. And um, so and it, there's a bunch of like older professors that basically the dean is trying to get out. And so she's trying to figure out how to maintain them. So it's really it's in, it's it's more like a comedy or whatever, but um, it's like easy watching. And I really like her. So anyway, I do too. Yeah. I love her. But we'll see. It I could love- be a horrible suggestion, but so far I like it. So okay, yeah, I, I like her. I like her a lot. And anything she's been in, I thought she, I think she's yeah, really good. I think she's good. So yeah, that's all my right. Favorite. I gotta go start reading that book. Oh, <laughs> it's short though. It's short. You'll Is it? Yeah. Okay. okay. It's okay. short. Okay. All right, y'all. That's all for Jones's sizes.